Hello, friends. Hello, runners. Hope all of you are doing well. This is Coach Bala here. Um, coming to you at the beginning of uh, MISO 2, which is a very uh, great point in the training cycle, uh, completing MISO 1. It just means that you have been well prepared for the rigors of training that is about to come. So uh, historically, we have seen that folks who have crossed MISO 1 uh, have a large, have increased their uh, probability of a successful training, completing a successful training by a, by almost 2x. So all of you who are here listening to this and getting ready for MISO 2, congratulations, well done. One huge milestone in your pocket in this finding your milestone journey. So today I want to talk about uh, two main topics and then one third topic that just came to my mind recently. And those are one, let us continue our discussion on understanding this training plan. So if you think about it in the last couple of weeks, I have been touching on this, trying to come to this understanding of what are we trying to do from different angles. So there was one angle that I had talked about this inside out transformation that is taking place, which was one side of the, uh, of the equation. Then the second uh, side, which we talked about in the last uh, call was about the aerobic, um, uh, you know, working out in an aerobic zone, an oxygen rich environment, why CP helps us so that you don't get into a shock. So that was the second sort of way in which we were looking at our training uh, plan and why we are focused on CP and how to build your engine and that type of stuff. Uh, so this week, I want to talk about looking at the training plan from a perspective of how you need to look at it, where you typically, uh, a typical runner makes a mistake, and as a result, how that exacerbates as things move through the, uh, through the season, and how you can avoid it right now. So that's one thing I want to talk about today. And then the second thing I want to talk about is, there is a, an RHWB is nothing, if not it is in terms of maintaining certain traditions that has come up bottom up. That's something we have done it all the time. So there is one important tradition that I want to launch for this season and want to talk a little bit about it before you start seeing the outcome of that. Uh, and then thirdly, uh, a little bit on nutrition. We had a good discussion in my cohort uh, recently and uh, people are having some good feedback. So I thought, why not a little introduction on that? And then uh, we uh, talk about it in a little bit more detail um, in my next message. So let's start with the first one. Another way of looking and how to observe and how to understand and be on top of the training plan. So the way I would explain this, folks, our training plan, think of it. This metaphor, I say it every season and it sticks well with uh, most runners and it's good to keep reminding ourselves. So our training plan can be uh, visualized something like this. Our training is like a train that is starting from New York City and its destination is San Francisco. So it's going to, it's going to run through the, uh, through the country's breadth and reach there by end of the season. Or in other words, the start line is in San Francisco of the race. Start line of the season is in New York City and the train has started moving. So if you think about it, you are uh, in like three, one week MISO, one MISO is done two uh, training, uh, rest week is done. So five weeks into the journey, that means you're sort of started moving from New York and probably you are somewhere 
at the end of uh, edge of uh, you know pennsylvania or maybe even touching ohio maybe if you're taking that route um so the the thing about this uh, training train if you have to use this metaphor is that this train has no stations in between that's one of the things about this training train or in other words it doesn't stop the train just keeps moving and the second characteristic of this training train is that it continues to pick up speed as it goes towards the destination or in other words our training plan is designed in such a way that it slowly increases in intensity but it keeps inten- uh, increasing in intensity that's the idea it takes you to the start point of the race that you've signed up for and you start very low and you end up to a point where you are able to take on that race so it increases in intensity both in terms of distance as well as in terms of uh, the type of run you know uh, like how fast you run or how uh, strong you run the strength workouts everything there is a crescendo that is we are slowly building towards so or in other words as a passenger in this train or as the person who is going through this training uh, journey your requirement is to make sure that you simply be on the train always you know just being on the train is all that is required now what does it mean how does that manifest itself being on the train means doing some of these things diligently without procrastinating and without fail what is that one not missing any of your activities as much as you can not miss any activities if you don't miss any activities given to you that we have designed for you we have thought uh, uh through the requirements with our own expertise and experience training hundreds of runners now and we have provided that with a scientific base it's not like just out of our own uh, sort of volition we created it's a got a scientific base this is what we have been coached in our certification how to write and deliver plans so we use that as a basis use our own experience put some little bit of rhwb uh, should i say uh, uh, sauce on it so that it makes it ours and then we deliver that plan so we have already made the tough part which is thinking for you all you need to do is simply read instructions every day and follow it to the t you do that you are on the training you are on this train this training train already you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to worry about your destination how difficult it will be will i reach my destination will i reach in time all of that don't worry about it the train uh driver which is us we are taking care of all of that you just need to be on board the train that's all so by doing that is first thing as i said is making sure you're not missing out on any of the activities not just missing out but also completing the activity as uh told to you that includes the right mileage the right type of runs the strength training and the rest day all of that are part of the training cycle so that's point number 1 the second thing you can do to help yourself to be on the training journey is be on top of the messages that i'm sending you <laughs> it i we do say it is it is a mandatory thing to listen so think about from my side we look at your runs we uh, you know try to manage the the training plan on top of that i take special effort to make these messages every week live not the ones recorded earlier in other seasons every season every week i record because every time things are different so i try to make make sure that i customize it and also my knowledge is increasing 
So it's better to give you the latest and greatest of what I have or what my coaches have that tell me, right? So I provide you in a platter. It's a 20, 25 minute weekend message to customize your thinking process to be on the train for that week. So your job is to simply listen to it, think about it. And if you agree, execute it. Now, one way of being in the train is simply I send it by the weekend. This time it got delayed. I'm sending it to you on Monday. And apologies, got something. They pulled me out during the weekend. But the idea here is the first run you do on a week, you just have to put it, put, uh, uh, you know, uh, listen to it with your microphone, with your headphone. It's 20, 25 minutes. By the time you finish your first run, this is also done. And when you're running, when you listen to it, you are able to process it better because it's, you're focused. That's all you need to do. If you can't do it the first run, if you're not comfortable during the run, no problem. Do it in the in the car ride to a running point or come back or do it when you are in transit. There are many ways in which you can execute on it. The one, one way that you should not do is think and procrastinate that, yes, I will listen to it later. This listening to it later has two problems. Later never comes. Why? Because the train is picking up pace. As the train is picking up pace, if you choose to get out of the train, this training train, what that means is you're not able to keep up with the pace of the train when you chose to uh, get out. But by the act of getting out, things are not getting easy for you. The gap between the train and you are, it's, it's getting, fa- it's getting you know, wider and wider by the day. So if you get out of the train for whatever reason and you think that I will catch up, 90% of the time you won't be able to catch up. And the train just leaves you. And how it manifests itself is you start missing runs. You don't understand what the coach is telling you. The coach is getting frustrated with you. And you are asking silly questions that should have been asked in week one, but you're coming and asking in week six. So the coach is thinking, this guy, is this person, is he even serious? Does this person even require my special attention? Or should we just move this person to a self-serve platform so that, you know, anyway, he's not listening to what I'm saying. So what's the point of coaching this person? That's a natural reaction to a coach. Understand, folks, almost all, what almost, every one of us are volunteering our time. You know, we don't work for money. We don't work for any other recognition. We only work because it gives us pleasure to drive impact in your life. If you don't want to accept that, then that fundamental social contract is broken. So there is no incentive for a coach to do a little bit extra to sort of uh, make you a successful, amazing human being. Yeah. So that is why it's a contract here, right? So you need to show that you're on top of the train. If you are not, then the coach will know very soon, either by your runs or by your knowledge or by your questions. It's very clear that you are just out of the train. So that's why I would suggest to summarize this important point. Remember that this train is not going to stop. It's going to keep going. It's easy when you're on the train because you don't have to worry about it. We have done the thought process for everything. The, the incremental, incremental sort of uh, work required from you is very small. So you don't even feel the difference because you're getting ready for it. It's a positive spiral that you're building every day as you increase. You're getting better at it mentally, physically, and every, every other way. So it gets easier and easier for you to take on that incremental load. And before you realize, you're realizing, oh my God, I'm already in Colorado. I thought I just left New York. You know, I'm already doing, uh, you know, six, seven, eight mile runs, which I never thought was possible. 
that's what you would experience and i want you all to experience that and the way to do that is simply be on the trail don't miss out on any activity think execute listen to the messages read the whatsapp uh, coach corner for uh, you know we don't flood it not the runners i larger group that is for a social connect if you can choose to you know it's more like a public square the the main whatsapp group for all runners where all 900 of us are there that's like a public square you don't have to read all the messages you are sitting in a public square and people are talking in front of you when you are sitting whoever is talking you can listen to it and keep going but if you are the person who is interested in listening to everything that is happening in public square be our guest but there is no requirement you have to read everything on the runner side group but in the coach corner group is meant specifically for you it is curated it is meant few messages a week that i am expecting you to read through including these messages you be on top of it every week you are on the train and when you are on the train you will reach the destination so think of your training journey like that uh the second thing that we will launch shortly this week are the metrics dashboard so the idea behind this folks at rhwb this has been there from season 1 we believe that whatever you measure you improve sort of the metrics that matter so that's how the idea of metrics dashboard came up so the idea of metrics dashboard is every coach this is only for the pro runners because that these are the only uh, runners that coach can uh, are connected with we don't know like in light runners you are on your own so we don't know what you are doing in terms of your training progression but for those of you who are in pro runners we ask you we give you every 3 weeks like at the end of every meso we provide you two scores a quantitative score and a qualitative comment on your training journey so we look at your last 3 weeks for instance we are at the end of meso 1 we look at your last 3 weeks of meso performance and we provide you on a scale of 1 to 5 where you are in the training program it's not a function of your speed it's not a function of how good you run it is purely a function of are you on top of the train when it comes to following the uh the activities that we are asking you to do so if you have done everything you haven't missed anything you did most times people make a mistake they do the strength training but they don't enter it in final search by manually editing and just putting in the the duration of your strength and how you felt very simple but if you don't do this final search doesn't record it if final search doesn't record it as far as we are concerned you haven't done it that's the only way we can confirm whether you have done it or not so if you have done all this you have done your runs you have done your strength training everything for a given me so which is a 3 week cycle you get a 5.0 which is walk on water four means you missed some strength activities we have a framework to sort of uh, scale it you missed a long run instead of three long runs you did only two for some reason you missed then you get a little more points taken away if you have missed one or two weekday runs or not entered strength runs all of this certain scores are taken away and if you get a four you're still very good you know well above uh, what you need to be you are in great shape if you get a 3 you're just meeting requirements and anything below 3 you're sort of risk of falling off the train that's what it means and if you're 2 and below that means you already fallen off the train most likely coach is going to talk to you shortly about what your plans are for the season so that is metrics dashboard so we provided every meso and Miso one is for miso one, right? But when it comes to miso two, we provide you what, how you felt in, how you did in miso two. But we also provide you a cumulative score of your training thus far. 
which is MISO-1 plus MISO-2. So think about having a FIDO-2 in MISO-1 is phenomenal. But think about FIDO-2 in MISO-2. That means for the last six weeks, you have not missed anything. That's phenomenal, isn't it? Or even a four. And imagine getting a FIDO-2 at the end of the season. That means the entire season, you haven't missed anything. So some of you might be wondering, is it even possible to get a FIDO-2 for the entire season? And I'm here to tell you folks, there are not few, not handful, more than a handful of folks. I am talking about up to 15% of the entire cohort or 10% of the entire cohort, like about 70 to 90 runners typically end up with a seasoned fight auto. How cool is that? That means for the last 16 weeks, they have never done, missed anything. They have been just focused. So what I'm saying is it is entirely possible to get a fight auto season. I urge all of you to beat our record. I think the record is 65 or 70%. Don't quote me on that. That means at the end of the season, 65 or 70 runners got a fight auto, cumulative season. Uh, why don't we shoot for 800? If we can get 100, that'll be phenomenal. Let's see how the season goes. Something tells me this time we might have a very high score. Um, and, and largely, and lastly, the greatest of all is having multi-season fight out. I mean, there are runners who have been with us for four, five seasons, and they have when, when they look back at their five seasons, they have a multi-season fight out. They have never missed anything for the last five uh, seasons. That is sort of the platinum standard, so to speak. Uh, so I urge you all to A, look at your metrics dashboard when we release it shortly, a couple of days from now. Look at the quantitative score, understand what the coach is uh, uh, giving you a thought. Read the qualitative score, which is essentially a comment, a short tweet length comment that tells you what you are doing, what, is, uh, what you have missed or what you have not missed. And so that that helps you as a guiding feedback for the next MISO. That's the idea. And uh, as you look through it, you you know have something, some measure for you to improve as you move forward. That's the idea of the, uh, the metric stash. And I hope all of you are, uh, will make use of it. And then um, masters, uh, we have closed admissions for all masters. Uh, I hope that you had uh, adequately, uh, you know, sort of got your parents in uh, as found response. We already have a nice roster. We'll be starting our master's program uh, next week onwards. They will start their 10-week journey and they'll end along with us on the race day, which is very exciting. Masters, welcome all masters for uh, to the program and can't wait to have you uh, start working with you. And then finally, on nutrition. Now, nutrition is a very important, large topic. And we had a good discussion in our, uh, in our cohort about what should be, what, how should we be thinking about nutrition uh, all the coaches have participated in my cohort discussion. They will share uh, some thoughts on nutrition to all of you. We're also planning to uh, do a small blog post on that nutrition, which we will uh, release shortly. Please take a look at it. The general framework is all we can provide because nutrition is a very personal thing. But the idea behind it is what do we need to do to make sure we can power our runs and we don't go, uh, we don't go into an energy deficient mode during the run. And what do you need to do after the run? So we are basically giving you a framework on what you need to do before the run, during the run, and after the run from a nutrition standpoint. And the general theme is you should try different things and make sure, um, you know, what works. What you should not do is run empty stomach in the fond hope that you can burn fat uh, and then become like, 
lose all your weight in double pick time. That's not something that is going to happen. It's highly unhealthy and it'll only cause injuries. That's one main theme that I can tell you in terms of what works and what doesn't work. There are so many different things one can try out. Please take a look at the blog post that we will launch shortly uh, for your thoughts and definitely discuss within your cohort or in the running uh, main group for us to each of us to share our own ideas in terms of what works and what doesn't work. Okay, so that's that's uh, that's a short message for you uh, this time. Uh, in summary, don't get off the training train. Be on top of it. Make sure you're on top of your messages. Make sure you do your runs and strength training and cross training and rest in time. Don't accumulate. Don't procrastinate. And uh, look for the metrics dashboard that we'll be releasing shortly. Aim for a 5.0, which is walking on water. Thank you, guys. Enjoy this week. Enjoy MISO 2. All the very best. And I'll see you next weekend. Take care.